and welcome back to Everything Scary at 3 a.m. My name is John, and with me, as always, is... Mandy. Mandy. And uh, we just, kind of on a whim, we decided to go ahead and watch. Um, we were trying to go through our, our was it, a shutter list? Yes. So we were like, eh, let's go ahead and pick something up. Uh, what's this one? Well, so this has actually been on the list um, for, a, for a little while, because mm. I saw it on Shutter a while back. And I love Anthony Hopkins. I think he's a fantastic actor. And I thought he looked, the, the man on the cover looked very, very familiar. And I couldn't figure out why. And I was like, holy shit, that's a young Anthony Hopkins. Like a very young Anthony Hopkins on the cover with a ventriloquist dummy. Which you wouldn't expect unless you were watching the 1978 Magic. Uh, directed by Richard Attenborough, who is John Hammond himself. Uh, who, From Jurassic Park. Who also directed... Uh, Hello, a, John. A Bridge Too Far and uh, Bridge Over the Ridge, River Kwai, which I... Or, bridge Over the... Blah, 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 blah. Anyway. Uh, no, he did A Bridge Too Far and then he did something else. Oh, Gandhi. He did Bridge Too Far and Gandhi. Wow. Uh, and then it's uh, written by uh, William Goldman, who uh, is a... Uh, he did The Princess Bride. No shit. Yeah, he did a lot of shit. Huh. Yeah, wrote the the Princess like Bride. <laughs> um, he, I love that movie. I'm gonna have to pull that one up because it's it's it was a lot of like shit. It was uh, oh Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid, Ghost in the Darkness, uh, and uh, all the President's Men, yeah. Hearts in Atlantis, General's Daughter, Princess Bride is obviously Fierce Creatures, Da Vinci. Obviously, yeah, favorite. Da Vinci. Uh, yeah, Heat. Good lord, Marathon yeah. Man. Yeah. He did a lot. He did a lot. Stepford Wives. Great Walter Pepper, Pap, uh, huh. Papillon, Papillon. Anywho, yeah. See ya. So yeah, uh, this one is starring Anthony Hopkins, uh, and he starts out. The first thing that we get to see about him is that he's very sweaty because it's 1978 and it's New York. Uh, uh, this is such a dirty New York movie. It, it it's is very, very it New York. And uh, he's he's explaining to this older gentleman who's obviously sick on the couch um, about his night that. Um, for his first performance in front of a live audience for a French or for a magic act. Sorry. He, so, so he just does magic. It's it's like a, um, God, what is it? It's a, it's kind of like an open mic night that they're doing. Yeah. And he gets up there and it's a good, like 10 minutes. You got to remember this is the 1970s. So everything in here is slow and it's building. There's a lot of build to this. Um, so we get about 10 minutes of Anthony Hopkins standing there trying to do these tricks for people who are not paying attention for him yeah. at all. And he's telling it differently, though, to the older guy, because I guess he's trying to, like, rile up the older guy, like, yeah, you know, it went really great. Well, he's trying to make the older guy feel like he did Feel good, yeah. Because yeah. the older guy is, like, sick, and he's, like, trying to he's give him dying, stuff. I guess, yeah. yeah. And, um, so he's bullshitting the entire time, because it didn't go well. He yelled at the audience because they weren't paying attention. It was just, it was just bad. Mm. And then, sudden time jump... To a couple of years later, I guess, and you know he's in in he's in a like a theater. It's the same one, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's Sorry, been yeah, he's sorry. he's twenty eight weeks straight of him doing shows. There. Yeah, and so you know you're like, what the hell happened? Like, how did he get so famous? Well, it ends up uh, he ends up coming on stage, and what's that guy's name? The the white the old the old guy. The guy who was playing Gangrene. Yeah, uh, that was Burgess Meredith. So Burgess Meredith is sitting in the audience waiting for, I want to say, it's the guy from MASH, uh, David Ogden Steers. 
Uh, and so he, so he's waiting for this guy. To yeah. Show so he's up. like, you got to see this guy. He's very. Um, if if you remember how George Burns was in Oh God, it was very much like this. It, this is this is Burgess Meredith basically being like the most sleazy, like a dirty Stanley. Dirty Stanley. Stanley. Stan oh, Lee. oh, Dirty Stan Lee. Yeah. Okay, no, I'm just like, who's the di- what's the Dirty Stan Lee? <laughs> Do I need to know? Is this a... A Dirty Welcome. Stan Lee. You ever had yourself a Dirty Stan Lee? Ooh, yeah. it's pretty crazy. You have to pay extra for that, especially down in Tijuana. Anyways, so he ends up, he ends up, you know, telling him about this kid. You know, that's really great. He's a great kid, blah, blah, blah. Mm. So here comes Anthony Hopkins, and... He's starting with his card tricks. So you're like, okay, nothing else has this happened. Is, this is the card trick that we saw him do just about Before, yeah, yeah. five minutes ago. Um, and then you hear somebody yelling from the right corner of the club. You know, and, he's like, he's going to pull a blah, blah, blah. And he says, well, if you think you can do it better, like, come up here and do it. He goes, fine, yeah. fine, I will. And, and you should have seen David Ogden Steers in this one because he was about to give that son of a bitch double secret probation. Just he was pissed off. He's like, ah, wait, wait, wait a second. It's a guy from Animal House. Oh, uh, okay. okay. Never mind. I'm sorry. I tried to make a joke. Anyway, turns out it was a dummy. <laughs> so it's the dummy. So Anthony Hopkins goes, his, the, the dummy's name is Fats. Bats. Unfortunately, and, uh, Anthony Hopkins' name is Corky. Corky. Yeah, Corky. Like Corky Romano. Yep. The whole time. Yep, that's what I thought of. Um, so we're, we're going to try to keep this one a little short, because this, this, this is a pretty long movie. This is a, it's a, it's hour and 47 minutes. Uh, you know, 1978, though. If you like the Marathon Man, if you like that kind of gritty, dirty kind of look, this was very much like it, uh, which is interesting, because apparently the guy did, who wrote it also wrote Marathon mm-hmm. Man. But it, it's very much that feel. It's, it's got that kind of just kind of dirty, just post big Hollywood pre, you know, 80s schlock, you know, mm-hmm. kind of feel to it. Um, so they, this is, who's that that comedian with the puppets? Oh, uh, Jeff Dunham? Yeah, so it's, it, this is like a dirty Jeff Dunham routine that the guy starts doing. Yeah. Uh, David Ogden Steers loves it. Uh, Burgess Meredith is like, I'm going to take you to the top, kid. And then you're going to crap, li- wait, no, I'm sorry, not that one. Uh, <laughs> This and I think this is actually before Rocky, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. Uh, anyway. I, don't, I don't know if there's not, but um, so he ends up, you know, he ends up telling him, you know, give me six months, six months, and I'll turn you into a star. <laughs> six months later, which ha- I mean, the the time periods, like it doesn't even give you like the little t- sub, t- the little title card or whatever that says, you know, six months later or anything. You just it, it was the 1970s. Jumped. They didn't give you any kind of handholding. Yeah, you, you just jumped. So it was. So it's six months later. They're eating um, at the Four Seasons. Yes. Which I never understood that. Like, what is? Whenever I, you get a free I, lunch at the Four Seasons, I want to go to the Four Seasons at some point just to try you know. it out. I mean, if there's still Four Seasons around. Yeah. Well, it, it, apparently, um, he got a primetime uh, pilot show with AD, NBC. NBC. Yeah, and uh, he's like, "There's just one thing, you know, one easy thing. They just want you to take a medical exam." It was like three or four other things, and then it was medical exam. He was like, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, Anthony Hopkins freaks out. He's like, absolutely not. Like, you just have to trust me. You know, I, I don't want that to happen. We're not going to make that happen. So he gets all the way to New York, and then... Uh, freaks out. Freaks out. A dirty Stanley says, um, you know, I'm sorry. You know, I've got all these lawyers here. You're going to have to do it. You're going you're gonna to have to. There's no way around it. We tried. We so, tried, kid. We couldn't do it. So he, oh, Anthony God, Hopkins buddy. freaks out. He leaves. He ends up going back to his... I guess childhood home. home. Yeah. Um, 
he ends up just driving around, I guess, reminiscing. And then he gets to this woman's house who he um, had a previous connection with whenever he was younger. In high school. In high school. Uh, and he was in love with this girl, uh, but he could never get anything going on. This is Anne Margaret, uh, who plays Peggy Ann Snoo. Uh, the only reason why I say it is because every now and then the uh, the, the dummy would say, like, Peggy Ann Snow. Yeah. Hey, Peggy Ann Snow. Uh, so she lives there. She um, is married. Is married to Ed Lauder, who is the dad, uh, the mechanic dad from Cujo. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they end up getting, getting, getting it on. Yeah. So here's what happens. Um, Corky uh, has always had the hots for her. She, uh, unfortunately, uh, Anne Margaret's uh, husband is not good to her, and now Corky is uh, is in the money. Um, and she always had kind of the, the hot kind of a thing for him. For him. Yeah. Uh, the problem was, was that Corky was not, uh, he wasn't expressive enough. And that's the difference that we kind of see. And this is kind of how we kind of put things together is he's finally able to express himself through the dummy, through the dummy. Um, so Fats is dirty. He's funny. He's everything that Corky wants to be, but can't be because he's too scared because he's too nervous. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, they end up hitting it off, everything else like that. They have dinner together. He even does this whole thing where his previous, uh, like master, the guy who, the old guy that we saw at the very beginning had, uh, lost his wife. Um, and during the time period when his wife was in, like, I guess it would have been like a precursor to hospice care there. Um, the, his, his trainer, his, his magician, like top guy, uh, whose name was Merlin, whose name was Merlin, uh, walked him through a, a kind of a uh, trick as it turns out later on, but it's, it's this very complicated, hard push, uh, thing where it's trying to show that you have telepathy with the person. Like that's how, that's how together you got the connection between you two. And that's how he's able to, he, he, there's this very tense scene uh, with Anthony Hopkins and Anne Margaret, where they're like, he's like, Anthony Hopkins is going full on, like... Nick Cage, really. Hannibal Lecter, but yeah, let's yeah, go that. Yeah, that too. <laughs> um, it's just, it's a little, like, it's a little intense. It's jarring. Take a, yeah, it's, yeah, it's jarring. His his uh, shift change. Because he's he's so quiet and, and, you know, like, you know, insular before this, and then he's just like, he freaks out because he's angry, and it's it's because he's trying to push to make sure that there is this connection between him and Anne margaret um because he's he's always wanted to have that thing so he does this whole bit uh where it turns out that he and she pull the same card out of two different decks of cards and then they have sex and it's like, like just immediately <laughs> it's like, like immediately it's, it's like soft they pull, transition they pull the card you know they have that connection and then they have a connection. and then they have that connection it was uh, it's it very very a lot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was a lot. So it's at this point that uh, Corky goes back to his cabin and starts talking to, to Fats. And it's kind of where we start realizing that Corky and Fats are talking to each other an awful lot. To the point where they start arguing so much so that they don't hear Burgess Meredith walk into the room behind them. So they're they're in a, a kind of a bungalow that's closer towards the uh, the water away from the, the main house. So, uh, and Margaret's not seeing any of this, but Burgess Meredith walks in and he's like, so this is why you didn't want to do the, uh, the, medical, the medical exam. exam. Yeah, you need some help. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, you need to hear me out. You need to hear me out. You need to hear this this piece. Like, Oh, I'm, I'm, I have I'm, a I'm great working show. on a thing. How do you think I always did this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so, man, Anthony Hopkins, 
his acting in this movie is ridiculous. Like, I hope he won some sort of award for this movie because it was freaking um, phenomenal. And think about it. It's, it's, it's basically Anthony Hopkins fighting with himself, but still acting. And like, it, throughout the entire thing, he's still acting. It's really amazing to see. One of the interesting parts is, is Burgess Meredith's talking to Anthony Hopkins, and he tells Anthony Hopkins that he'll let everything go. He won't try to talk to him, because he's trying to get Anthony Hopkins' help, uh, you know, like, psychological help, but uh, Anthony Hopkins isn't hearing it. Well, the way that he kind of says that he's going to do it and to kind of prove that uh, Anthony Hopkins has a problem is by making Anthony Hopkins not talk through fats. For five minutes. For five minutes. And it's, it's grueling. The, it's the most uncomfortable silence in a movie that there's been in a long, long time. I mean, you can... It's palpable. There's absolutely no way that they would allow... Uh, like, any anybody. Like, I don't think a director would allow it. And even if the director wanted this to happen, the studio wouldn't allow for this kind of quiet tension. Because you can kind of, you see this look on Anthony Hopkins, and he's, he's you know, a younger guy now. It's killing him. Uh, but he's him. just sweaty, and, and he's trying to make these weird, it's like... It's like trying to make small talk, but he can't, because he, he he's he's physically incapable of not speaking through the dummy for five minutes. Five minutes. I and mean, it, it, it was, it was, it was two, I think he got to two and a half minutes. Two and a half minutes. So it was literally two and a half minutes of just... I mean, you know, like talk. with like a little staccato talking. The interesting th- thing, it's it's very much reminiscent of somebody, um, or at least the way that you see it when when you have that one person who's going through like withdrawal um, uh, from something else, and that's basically what the we sweaty, see. The shakes, the yes, the weird yes, stammering, great, yeah, the, and it was like to... wow. And Anthony Hopkins finally says, "I can't make this. This is a terrible thing for you to do to me." And, and he's like, I don't think I'll ever be able to forgive you for this. Yeah, and uh, it's British man. I know you. I didn't think you could. And then he picks him up, and he goes through his entire introduction. He does this whole spiel, like, "Ladies and germs, blah 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 blah," like, and it's and it's terrible to watch. It's at terrifying. That like it, it's because you know at this point that there's absolutely no way that he he can like, not do this and and you th- and there's split personality i still feel like he has split personality I, it's probably disorder. Yeah. i mean it, it's it's just it's so interesting and that i mean i highly highly recommend this movie you guys like, it's on shutter if y'all want to watch it out yeah it's, it's on there and it's an older movie too i'm sure you could find it elsewhere uh, but man it, just anthony hopkins acting like damn damn so it's at this point that Burgess Meredith gets up and he's like, I'm going to have to get out of here and I'm going to have to find you help. So he walks out. And then Anthony Hopkins has a like a, a throwdown fight with him, like the dummy. And and it's it's a, like just like they're yelling at each other, but it's slowly building into this like, you know, frantic, frantic like screaming. Thing. He's like, you have to take him out. I don't How am I supposed to take him out with me? You idiot. With me, with me, with me. And then we like jump cut. To Burgess Meredith walking in the dark through woods. the woods. <laughs> and and then, then he gets attacked by the dummy. Whoosh. Which, of course, is being held by Anthony Hopkins. Like five to ten times. Like, yeah, I mean, it was a hits. bunch of like hits. Like heavy hits. So, and Burgess Meredith is like, ugh, whap, 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 whap. So it's at that point that the lady comes out. Um, I can't remember what her name is. Anne Margaret. And Margaret comes out and she's asking Anthony Hopkins what kind of fucking green beans he what? wants for do, dinner. Do you want green beans or you want the asparagus tips? I don't care. 
And you he's, had, he's like, you're the man you had to care. And she's sweet. Like, she's very... Oh, yeah. No, and she's loving it because she's in love now. She's very relatable. Like, she's a very relatable yes. character. She's 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 a woman, She does a, She does a very good um, emotional thing now. And Margaret, um, you would recognize her from Bye Bye Birdie. Uh, and this is why I kind of didn't go through too much of this, this stuff. Burgess Meredith, you're going to recognize from, you know, Rocky. And uh, my favorite ones were um, the... Uh, She's a lovely lady. Yeah, and then Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, I'm not even going to go into these people because you recognize all of them. Everybody, everybody in this movie, which is weird because I've never heard of it, but everybody in this movie you would recognize from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, and the then, weirdest oh. scene I saw was, uh, I think it was Lillian um, or Layla Randolph. Anyway, uh, she is uh, the, um, she's Lillian. I want to say Lillian Randolph. No, she man. is uh, uh, the, the, Secretary outside of uh, Burgess Meredith's office. She's the maid from It's a Wonderful Life. The one who's like, I was saving this for a divorce when I get me a husband. <laughs> I was just sitting there like, is that the maid from... Holy crap. Everybody is in this movie. There's, it's a lot of it's a lot of good... It's a lot of good... Uh, amazing. Amazing. Amazing, stuff. yeah. And you see... And then you have Anne Margaret sitting there and she's... She's trying to tell him to... to... She's very sweet, but she's also kind of... Kind of annoying every now and then. Yeah, she's a little annoying. But it's because she's so wafy, and that the reason why she's so wafy is because she you can kind of tell you sympathize with her because she's been this battered woman for the longest time, and she's been in this this unhappy relationship. And but she's snarky. Finally, she's starting to to bloom, and she's being snarky because she feels safe mm. because Duke, uh, her husband, uh, is abusive. Yeah, which we find out and a little an bit alcoholic. later. Yeah, and an alcoholic. Um, so at this point, uh, Anthony Hopkins is able to, to get Anne Margaret back in the house. Uh, the dummy tells, tells him what to do with, yeah. with, uh, Bridget, Brid- Burgess Meredith. Burgess Meredith's it's body. Like, Phyllis, uh, put a, a bunch of rocks in his, his coat. Stones. Put stones some stones in, in his, stones coat. in his coat. Thing him out in the middle of the thing. I wasn't good at swimming. It doesn't matter. Just do it, dummy. Um, so he does it. So he's, he's dragging him out there. Drags him right into the middle of the pond. Uh, that is whenever Burgess, Burgess Meredith, Meredith wakes, wakes up. up. And tries to choke him the fuck out, like he's not this old guy. And uh, it, it, you don't know what happens. Like they both go underwater. And then next morning, you know, it cuts to the next morning, and here comes. And Margaret's like, "Hey, we got coffee. We got coffee. Do you want coffee?" And so he, co- you know, Anthony, then, Anthony Hopkins comes out, out, and you're like, "Oh, okay, oh, okay, he's, so he survived. He's fine." But then uh, she says, "Don't come out." Like, don't come too close because Duke got back and he thinks that we're doing stuff. So uh, I, I love the whole part with this. So she's just like, don't don't come to the house or, or don't say anything because Duke's here and he's very suspicious. He's just like, does your husband have a, a telescope? telescope? He's like, no, no. And he's just like, well, uh, I, I like uh, coffee and uh, I love your ass. You know, that kind of no, thing. boobs. I, lo- I like yeah. your breasts. Your, yeah, breasts, your breasts deserves are, to, deserve should, to be in the Louvre. In, in the Louvre. That's a... Uh, a Museum in Paris, uh, that, that France, where I'm going to take you to after I, you know, you dump his ass, uh, and uh, I it take it with two sugars, and it was this, it was very comedic but very fun. It was cute, and uh, and so she gets all excited, you know, so she heads up back to she's the house, fucking like super like on, exci- on like, cloud nine. Excited. She's like doing this little dance, and I was like, that is so cute, and like if he, that's obvious. Know, yeah, that's like, super fucking obvious. <laughs> to me, that's obvious. Damn girl, calm down. You're trying to keep this on the download. You are not doing a very good job on this. So he goes, he ends up going to the house. Duke is there, which is whenever you find out that it's the guy from Cujo, the dad from yeah. Cujo. 
Um, he's not happy, obviously. Like, he's very suspicious. Everything's kind of awkward. He's also on the downhill of it. He, he seems very much like the guy who peaked in high school. Uh, so he's just, he's very much he on that downhill. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, you know, Anthony Hopkins wins him over with the fats talking. Yeah, he's and, got, and he keeps popping. I don't know how he does this, but immediately that fucking dummy pops out of fucking nowhere. And just, hey. Hey, blah, blah, blah. We do this thing. We do that thing. And everyone blah, blah, thinks blah, blah, blah. he's hilarious. <laughs> and it throws him off the trail. Yep. So... You know, so that was, that was, it went really, well, really, really well. Duke leaves to go take care of something. Um, and then that's whenever Anthony Hopkins says, I think, you know, I really do think that we should run away and all kinds Let's of other stuff. And, and then Duke starts yelling again because he's found uh, a Rolls Burgess, Royce. Burgess Meredith's car. Which is a Rolls Royce, which is, does not just pop up in the woods, yeah. by the way. And it's a gold Rolls Royce and it is beautiful. And how did you miss this from before you? jerk yeah but uh so uh, the interesting things uh there's a lot of callbacks to different things that they say in the movie one of the things is, is that burgess meredith says to the doorman at the four seasons is like you rolls man he's like yes sir i do only let rolls man drive a rolls royce and then um fat, uh, corky says the same thing which is interesting because he's trying to convince them that he's talking to him on the phone so he's using his his mannerisms like well, no, so as if he's talking. He to was him. doing that in front of him, but it was it was just an interesting thing to see. So you he he very much knows uh, Burgess Meredith, and he's putting all these things out there. So we we get this like, oh man, they were friends for a long time, and he just marked his bitch ass mm-hmm. in the Easily. middle of the night with Easily. a fucking big chunk of wood. Uh-huh. Um, and then after that, uh, they get they they get. Uh, <laughs> Duke, Duke is Duke, still suspicious. Yeah, and he drives off the car, and he's just like, this thing's just not adding up. So he's up there. He's upstairs with uh, uh, with with Anne-Margaret, and Anne-Margaret's, like, putting clothes on. She's, she's you know, she, they're getting into a fight. Yeah. And then at the end, he's like, you slept with him, didn't you? She's like, no, which is a lie. She didn't. But she's like, no, I didn't sleep with him, but, but I, I wish, wanted to. Uh, but I wanted to. And you're just like, <gasps> damn. <laughs> It was such like you a... You just slapped that... Shit. I mean, I get so, you lying, but shit, girl. I mean, yeah, and so he... Of course, he gets all upset about it. So he... he uh, Duke goes down to a boat, and, you know, you find him talking to Anthony Hopkins, and he's like, yeah, I just talked to a... What, what's her name, Margaret? Or what and, you... So it's uh, Peggy. Peggy. Buddy. So I just talked to Peg, and... She's, uh, uh, she's in town. Had to make a decision. You should come out on the, the water should... with me. <laughs> We had a very serious talk, and you should come out on the boat with me. I want to have a talk with you. And Anthony Hopkins is like, okay, yeah, let me go get my jacket. So he he goes to get his jacket, goes out onto the boat. He freaks out because he thinks that, because Duke goes fishing randomly. And he starts pulling this thing up, and he's just it's like, it's really so heavy. He's like, it's like a whale. It's like a whale. The thing, so you're sitting there thinking so, that it's, it's Burgess Meredith. Anthony Hopkins has an oar ready to smack the shit out of Duke if need be. And it's not. It's a, it's a tree limb and he's like oh 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 thank god and then they look off into the corner and there's burgess meredith's dead body like <laughs> washed up on the shore <laughs> so anthony hopkins plays it off oh my god oh my god look oh i don't know who this man is he's random yeah and this he, isn't your your guy no my guy is like is six, six foot two, foot two and yeah he's just sitting there going like he just keeps he just keeps fucking bullshitting the whole time 
And uh, he's like, "Well, quick! I think he's still alive. Go up to the house and, and call nine one one. Call nine one one. Stay there." So he didn't. Is what obviously what Duke tells yeah. Anthony Hopkins. So he doesn't obviously. <laughs> so he goes and he sneaks into Anthony Hopkins's cabin because he has his key to his room. So he sneaks up there, digging through all of his stuff. He finds, um, uh, what do they call him? Green, green, uh, gangrene. So he finds he finds Burgess Meredith's wallet full of which were awesome to see the charge cards, the diner cards, the uh, like all the the weird nineteen the auto club card, stuff. all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, so weird to see. But the whole time he's in there and he's he's looting around. Uh, the uh, the doll is the doll at him. is twisting its head every now and then, and it's very very creepy. Yes, it's it's so weird because you're like, holy shit, is the doll alive? Is the doll like real? And so he he sees the doll move his head, and so he's like, what, what the, the hell? hell? So, so he, Duke he, walks over to the doll and he looks down at it, and you see a little a little tiny pocket knife. It's a like a Whitlin, and he just shanks him. Repeatedly, and then well, so the doll is up against this this curtain curtain that we didn't see, and then as soon as he's stabbed the living shit out of Duke, and like slashed his throat, and then stabbed him, and then fall like the the dummy has has done all this, and and then fallen on top of Fats. That's whenever or, uh, Fats has fallen on top of Duke. That's whenever Anthony Hopkins pops out. Pops of the curtain. out of the curtain. It's like, oh my god, Fats, what have you done? Oh my god! And you're sitting there like thinking the whole time, like, oh my god, Fats is actually fucking alive, and he's, he's not real, and no, and he's not. It's Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins, although it is Fats, it's his on, personality. So it, it, anyway, anyway, later on, uh, so uh, we'll get to a couple of other parts. So it's at this point that uh, Fats is walking through. He's like, now what you got to do, dummy, is you got to take a little strip of canvas and you got to tie the two of them up. And then you get the big rock and then you put it in the water. So he's going to drown both of them. Yeah. And uh, he's, you know, so he's freaking out. And then um, is, it, is that whenever Peg? Yeah, Peggy that's when Anne, and Margaret shows back up and she's like, I'm going to leave Duke. I'm going to leave with you, but I need to tell Duke, Duke first. Is, so, like, this is right after Anthony Hopkins has dumped Duke's dead-ass body into the fucking lake. And he's like, but I gotta tell my husband. He's like, fuck. So, he, they're waiting yeah. for hours. And it's starting to get dark. And it's getting a little creepy. And she's and, still waiting. And then he, and then Duke, or not Duke, um, Fats and Anthony Hopkins, they're fighting. So, they start having this very interesting fight with each other. Um, and, and every Anthony now and Hopkins then, wants to leave him behind. Yeah, he's, he's like, he's like, we're him. done. Like, yeah. we're done. This is a single show. Like, it's going to be me and her and that's it. And you're not coming. Oh, I'll tell. And, and he's like, no, come on, please. And he's talking from inside the suit, the no, suitcase. No, 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 stop. You know, no, take me with you. It's like, I want to go to Paris too. And it's just like, he's I'll like, no, tell. no, we're not doing that. And he's like, I'll tell. And he's just like, <gasps> and he stops. And it, everything in the movie stops at this point for about 10 seconds. Again, this is something that you don't see in in, in nowadays movies. You wouldn't have... Because people can't take it. You like, would, something I always know, has to be happening. That was terrifying, though. That, that 10 seconds of just like, whoa. Oh, shit. And then you're like, you're like, oh, God. And then you're like, wait a minute. It's him telling himself this shit. That he's going to tell. But is it? And then he takes him out and he's like. And they have this long conversation. Oh my gosh. It's so damn interesting. Like just the the, the dynamics yeah. of the, the entire conversation and the entire movie. Because it goes now so, uh, this, to Anthony Hopkins realizing that Fats is a horrible person. He's, he's a bad person. person. 
I, so, I use and the term at, lightly. At, at this point, the psychological, like the the whole thing is that um, Fats is now being. He's like, running the show. He's he's running the show. He, it, it, but if you're you're looking at two people, this would be like where the, somebody has changed the dynamic. Uh, you know, not a, a wooden dummy and a person. This is like if you were looking at two actors, and suddenly you have like the the more, you know, uh, the one who was not in control is suddenly starting because he has leverage, and you're just like, oh well, this is very interesting because you're thinking that it's two different people. Uh, it's at this point Anthony Hopkins goes back into the house. He starts talking to. Um, Meredith. Meredith. Uh, no. Uh, no, sorry. Anne Margaret. So I was talking to yeah. Anne Margaret again uh, to, to try to convince her to leave. Well, it's at that point that Fats shows back up. And, Fats and, starts and it talking scares the shit out of me. That's part scared the shit out of me because he's talking. And I didn't see him holding we didn't the see dummy him at all. Get the dummy, and then suddenly the dummy comes the out. The dummy's of like over his shoulder because he's looking at the window. And the Hello. dummy's over the shoulder. And I don't, like, oh, I don't know why. I don't know why that part scared the and shit out of me. The other part that's kind of creepy at this point is that Fats and Anthony Hopkins are wearing the same. Argyle sweater. Yeah. Yeah. They're wearing the exact same thing. And it's funny because throughout the movie, you can see similarities between the dummy and um, Anthony Hopkins, especially on the part wherever, um, what's his name? Uh, Dirty Stan Lee is talking to them about. Burgess Meredith. Burgess? Burgess Meredith. I don't know why I can't remember that name. So Dirty Stan Lee is talking to them and it pans over to show Anthony Hopkins sitting right next to the doll. And their oh, faces are it's, like it's the, the portion same. where they're they're having a uh, the 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 minute or two where they he can't talk through the dummy. Well, he has the dummy sitting next to him, and it's when the the camera pans around to see that the dummy is on top of Anthony Hopkins. It's face. it's like the exact it's same shape. A, and I would not have put that out. It's a fantastic shot. Like I did not think that John Hammond had the capability of making movies like that, but apparently he did. Yeah. So, and then he did Gandhi like right after this. Well. Maybe a couple of years after. And then know. he was in Jurassic Park. Yep. <laughs> he spared no expense. Um, so after, at this point, uh, Anthony Hopkins and Anne Margaret are having this thing and they're talking and she's, he's really trying to get there to, to leave with them. And then Fats goes and fucks it up. Yeah. He says like, oh no, we got a whole bunch of stuff. Like when he does this, this telepathy trick and he makes the, the woman think that he and the broad are pulling the same Cod out of the same, uh, out of two different decks, really drop, gets them to drop their panties. You know, it was like, oh, oh my God. And then, and then she realizes that he's talking about the same trick that, that, that he, got Anthony, her to fucking, you know, you know that the, they got to banging. The, the pre-banging And trick. so, uh, so she runs out of the house. She's the extremely, trick? she's extremely morbid or, or mortified and, uh, morbid. And, uh, she's so like, she, get out. Leave. Yeah, so she so she runs away, whatever. She goes up to the room. Well, it's that point that... Anthony Hopkins runs back to his room, and he starts yelling at Fats. And Fats, like, they lose their... It's the craziest scene. This is the switchover that we had. This entire time... It's, it's leading up to this epic moment. It's clearly Anthony Hopkins and the doll. Like, clearly Anthony Hopkins is controlling everything. Every now and then, in this scene, we have Fats doing... Something eyes are moving. Some other things happen. Like he's and it's alive. Very creepy. Yes, and and this is also the point in time. Oh my gosh! And their voices start switching like randomly because obviously they're the same person. But at, it's so. Oh my god! At this point is is when Fats tells uh, Anthony Hopkins that Anthony Hopkins is the dummy. 
now. Yeah. And so, you know, let's do what I say. You're going to do what Fat says. You're Fat gonna... says touch the skies. Fat says get on your knees. Fat says go get the knife. And so so there's this whole part, and it's it's very tense, and then he's like, Fat says go get the knife. And it, it, like, and and it like, stops. What? And everything just stops because Anthony I, Hopkins realizes. I, I can go ahead and do that. I can, I can whittle or something. I can do it. Like, I was thinking a little something more. Yeah. And so he's like, no, no, I'm not going to kill her. I'm not going to do it. No, no, no. You're going to kill her. You gotta, oh, no. Uh, you're not going to kill her, are you, Fats? It's like, no, I wouldn't rob you of that. And it's like, oh, no. Oh, no. So it ends up. So uh, you, you she's in her bedroom. And door is locked. The door is locked. You hear Fats come up. Well. You hear somebody coming up the stairs, and it's Fats' voice on the other side. He's like, hey, he whittled you a little hot. Yeah, you have, to, you have to accept his hot, like, before we leave and blah, it's blah, gonna blah. It's going to make him feel really bad. And it's so know, weird because me. he's talking to her, and he's trying to be nice, but it just sounds It's definitely, it's, and it's all evil. in the Fats' It sounds voice. evil, yeah. So, like, he, we see him, there's this light coming from the outside of the uh, the door, and of course the door hinges like fucking 20 feet off the ground. So, so you, you can, can see, see feet, yeah, so you can see feet under it. And, so uh, Anthony Hopkins puts something down. We see we see something put down, and Anthony Hopkins moves off to the side, and she's like, you didn't leave. And he's just like, oh, you know, blah, 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 blah. Brains, I'll, I'll brains leave. and boobs. I'll leave, I'll leave, I'll leave. And he does this like kind of like slow, like walking away sound, like, you know, thing, and then... We see her open the door. There's a tiny little wooden heart. And, and she then, picks it up. And, and then it pans over to the end of the hallway. Where, where, Anthony, you, Hopkins where Anthony Hopkins is waiting. But he looks like the dummy. He looks like Fats at that point. And he's holding he the has, knife, too. Because he has his hair parted over to the side, which is how Fats' hair was, the, the dummy is. Mm. And uh, you see the knife. Well, then it cuts. And then you see a bloody, bloody knife, knife drop yeah. to the floor. And he's... he's he, in his room. He's in it. Yeah, he's in the cottage. He's kind of like collapsed on the chair, and he's just like, you know. And I made her something, and she loved she it. She accepted and, it, and she loved me. And she loved me for me, you know. And it's and it never it, would have worked out. I I never had a stomach, but why does my stomach hurt? And then we and see. you think it's guilt or something? Like I thought it was yeah. like guilt or something. And then it slowly pans out, and then Anthony Hopkins it, is bleeding. is bleeding from his stomach. He stabbed himself, and he's like. I shove the knife really far in my stomach. It really hurts. And they do this whole thing off each other. It's like, I don't want to die. It's like, I don't want to die first. I, I think we go together. I think that's how it works. You know, like, and there's this very slow death for Anthony Hopkins while he's talking to himself as both Corky and Fat. And then they die. And then here comes... And Margaret. And she's like, I'm ready to leave now. You know what? I'm... I changed I'm my sorry, mind. I changed my mind. I want to be with you. And, you know, and then she starts talking in a little weird Ventriloquist. Voice. Yeah, she she does. She tries to do like a weird ventriloquist thing. And it was so unnerving. Like, it was so awkward you on that part. I might change my mind later. And you're just like, uh. uh and then she throws the little wooden heart up in the okay, air. bye-bye birdie lady. Please stop. <laughs> and then it ends. And yep. that's the end of the movie. Because it's the 1970s and that's how movies end in the 70s. On a freeze frame. But let's talk about, like, let's talk about how fucking amazing this movie was. It was surprisingly well done. Should we do just ratings? Should we We just do do the ratings? Yeah, sure. Okay, well, you go first. I'm going to give it an eight. I'm going to give it eight uh, stabs to Duke in the chest. Just eight Duke stabs. (laughs) Not not a Burgess Meredith punch in the head, but eight just shankings in the the stomach out of ten. Okay, I will give it, you know what, I'm going to give it the same. I'm going to give it an eight out of ten Dirty Stanleys. Okay, say Stan, say Lee, Stan, 
Lee. I said Stan Lee. It sounds like you're saying Stan Lee, like the whole time. I'm like, what's a dirty Stan Lee? Stop <laughs> it. I don't. A dirty. Dirty Stan Lee. Dirty Stan Lee. <laughs> a dirty Stan space Lee. Yep. Excelsior. Excelsior. I, now I'm trying to think of it like, you want me to draw Spider-Man? <laughs> Show me your tits. <laughs> Although oh, he didn't, he didn't sorry. do that. Uh, Fantastic sorry, Four. Stanley. <laughs> you know, he probably would have been cool with it. Oh, maybe. It's like, nah. Towards the end, he probably would have laughed. Of course, true believer. <laughs> like, you know what? You're right. That was funny. <laughs> Anyways. If he would have done it in the 70s, he probably watched this movie. Shit. Probably. Trying to force it. It's like, if it would have gotten me some more Spider-Man, I probably would have done it. I don't know why I gotta have that. That's not a Stanley voice, but whatever. Uh, whatever. Anyway, um. Either way, fantastic fucking movie. Fantastic movie. Really well done, and. I don't like slow burn movies, but this one, I, I was able to, to really watch the whole thing. So this was very much the psychological horror. There wasn't a whole lot of, of stuff other than a few of the movements. And maybe we were just seeing stuff, you know, on those things. because we were expecting the dummy to move. But this is very much what, you know, like they, they used to do. This, You know, it was uh, in, in Mandy said it midway through was um, this is very much like a, a Japanese horror movie, although better done in every possible way. <laughs> Um, it's got the slow psychological burn with, you, you have something like horrifying in the room with you. And instead of like in an American movie, like especially the later ones where it's jumping at you every 10 seconds, this one is like the evil is just kind of sitting next to you and just like every now and then you look at it, it's like looking at you and then it looks away back at the TV and then it looks back at you. And you're just like, what the fuck, man? Yes, it's it's so it's so it's, creepy. It's very and it's a tough movie, and I I really suggest this. Don't do it if you're going to be doing a uh, uh, like a energy filled like you know House of a Thousand Corpses. Probably not a Halloween party. Yeah, yeah, because this is like one of those movies where you need to like digest it. This is a a uh, scotch and and cigars movie. This is a yeah. sit, enjoy it. Digest it. It's it's a very heavy movie. It's a big meatloaf. This is not you know chicken fried steak. This is definitely you know, this meat is, and potatoes kind of movie. Me- yeah, it's it's heavy. So I really suggest that you watch it uh, again. This is on Shutter is where we watched it. I think they have it on like uh, Amazon for like two ninety nine or something like that. If you want to go well through worth Prime it. or something. Well, to me, I, I would pay it. Yeah, just get Shutter. You know, you know they they finally got us. We're still pissed off they didn't give us the t shirts, but they they're they're okay enough. They gave us a discount. Yep. After screaming at them for two hours. But anyway. Anyways. Just, uh, you know, what about you, though? Is there a, another particular movie that you really loved? Is there a bunch of 70s movies that you want to watch? Is there... Is there another Anthony Hopkins movie that we haven't seen? Yeah. You know, reach out like to a us. Like young, a young Anthony Hopkins movie. Let us know. Uh, E-S-A-T at... Uh, E-S-A-T 3 a.m. Yep. Dot com. Dot com for, for our website. E-S-A-T 3 a.m. At gmail.com for the Gmail. Uh-huh. And then at ESAT3AM for Twitter Twitters and Facebook. and the Facebook. You have to say Twitters. Now you just say Twitter. You don't even put the S on there I know, anymore. because you say the Twitters, and it's funny. Uh, it's funny <laughs> whatever you said. Anyway, we will see you all next time. Uh, again, really, really enjoyed this movie. I don't know where I'm going to put the, the trailer for this one. Hopefully, I'll put it somewhere fun. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, just have yourself a good night. Yep. See you soon. <laughs>